in this bulletin, a Sri Lankan cricketer charged over the alleged sexual assault of a woman in Sydney. New South Wales to extend the age of out-of-home care support from 18 years to 21 years of age. And in sport, Australia's T20 coach reflects on the team's failed World Cup performance. With the latest SBS News, I'm Marcus Megalokonomos. A Sri Lankan cricketer has been charged over the alleged sexual assault of a woman in Sydney's eastern suburbs. Police allege Danushka Gunathalaka assaulted a 29-year-old woman at a Rose Bay home earlier this week. Detectives say the pair had been communicating on a dating app for several days before the assault on Wednesday morning. The 31-year-old cricketer was arrested at a hotel on Sussex Street in Sydney early this morning. He's been charged with four counts of sexual intercourse without consent. He's been refused bail and will face the Parramatta Bail Court via video link. The player was in Australia to represent his country in the ICC Men's T20 World Cup. Authorities are investigating the circumstances around a cyber attack on a tech company used by the state government. On Saturday, hackers targeted the company, PNORST Technology Group, which works with several state departments, including the Department of Education and Training. It's possible the breach exposed the medical records and answers for the school entrant health questionnaire, which is completed by nearly all families in the state. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews says an investigation is underway to determine whether any personal data has been compromised. There's the potential uh, for a breach. They're working through that uh, around, around the clock and they're doing that job well. Uh, the Department of Premier and Cabinet they're involved to the extent that our response and the work to determine exactly what's happened here is being coordinated out of the Department of Premier and Cabinet. And as soon as we, if and as soon as we have confirmation of, of anyone's records being compromised, then we will make a statement and we'll work with any of those people. New South Wales has announced it will extend the age of support for young people in foster and out-of-home care from 18 to 21 years old. The state government will allocate $100 million over five years to provide families looking after a child in state care with payments until they turn 21 and to give an allowance to young people living independently. The decision brings New South Wales in line with other states and territories and comes after the home stretch campaign showed that nearly 50% of those leaving care became homeless and jobless within a year. New South Wales Families Minister Natasha McLaren-Jones says the package will ensure young people in and out of home care get the support they need to transition to adulthood. Ensuring young people have that extended aftercare support up to the age of 21 is critical to provide that wraparound support to ensure that they can go on and fulfil whether it's university, employment or have that security and support and the accommodation that they need. The body of an eight-year-old boy has been recovered from a Canberra pond a day after his mother and brother were found dead in the same place. Police have found the body of the young boy at Yerribee Pond in Gungalan in Canberra's north after searching for him since Saturday morning. The boy's mother and brother were earlier discovered in the water by a member of the public while the family's vehicle was found parked nearby. Police say investigations are continuing into these deaths but it's not believed anyone else was involved. If this story has raised any issues you can call Lifeline on 131114 or the Kids Helpline on 1-800-55-1800.
The Australian Federal Police is warning that criminal syndicates are targeting elderly people using online scams to import drugs into the country. The AFP says elderly and vulnerable people are being tricked into being drug mules to carry illicit substances across international borders. One case saw two elderly U.S. nationals caught at Sydney Airport with 15 kilograms of methamphetamine and one and a half kilos of cocaine after they were fleeced out of half a million U.S. dollars in an online scam. AFP Commander Kate Ferry says they've arrested 18 alleged drug mules since international borders reopened. What we've seen is instances of uh, victims of inheritance, of investment scams that have been given false hope um, to regain their money and uh, working as mules to import drugs into this country. Uh, criminal syndicates, by their very nature, exploit vulnerable communities and will do whatever it takes to import drugs into this country. Authorities are warning people in southeastern Australia that conditions for hay fever sufferers will be high to extreme over the coming days. Record October rainfall across Victoria and New South Wales has caused rapid grass growth, which will be exacerbated by relatively warm temperatures forecast this week. Jonathan Howe from the Bureau of Meteorology says people should keep an eye on pollen counts this week. And this is the first sort of warm burst of weather that we've seen uh, so far this spring and so with this warm weather we are seeing a lot of flowers and grass and trees start to bloom and with those warm northerly winds it is pushing some of that pollen down towards populated areas like Melbourne and Canberra and that's why we're seeing these pollen levels increase. United States President Joe Biden has been joined by his predecessor Barack Obama to campaign in the key state of Pennsylvania ahead of Tuesday's midterm elections. The pair attended a rally in Philadelphia to support Democratic candidate for Senate John Fetterman and Josh Shapiro. The midterms come amid concerns over political violence following last week's attack on the husband of Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. President Biden told the rally that Tuesday's vote is one of the most important in United States history. Democracy is literally on the ballot. This is a defining moment for the nation. And we all, we all must speak with one voice regardless of our party. There's no place in America for political violence. No place. No, no place. People in the United Kingdom will be granted a public holiday to celebrate the coronation of King Charles III. A coronation ceremony for the 73-year-old king will be held at London's Westminster Abbey on May the 6th next year. British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak has announced that a bank holiday will be held on Monday the 8th of May to mark the occasion. Britain has had two extra bank holidays for the royal family this year to celebrate the Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee in June and the day of her funeral in September. The 69th World Cocktail Championships has kicked off in Cuba, featuring rum cocktails created by bartenders from over 60 countries. Cuban music and a parade of flags of the participating nations kicked off the tournament overnight. The Cuban Rum Havana Club, the event's main sponsor, and the Spirits Campari, Lozado and Scotsman will be the base from which the bartenders will have to create their drinks. Cuba has a dozen classic cocktails, famous globally, among them the Daiquiri and the Mojito, the championship is organized by the International Bartenders Association, which takes care of the traditions and heritage of this craft in the world. Here's President Giorgio Fada, followed by Vice President Sheena Cullen. So if you think that it's three years now that because of the COVID we don't meet, it is very, very, very important for us. This is the only opportunity to put together 65 countries of people who speak different language, but who share the same passion of the bar world. 
Yeah, it's so important. So it's our connection and it's people that we love and you know support for so many years. They all come together and we're just so happy to see each other. And it's such an important moment. And to be serving everybody is just the best. To sport. Australia's cricket T20 coach Andrew McDonald is expecting a natural turnover of the squad, saying there are no excuses for their failed World Cup defence. The hosts are out of the World Cup after England's tight final win over Sri Lanka ensured they qualified for the semi-finals ahead of Australia. Andrew McDonald says the future of T20 captain Aaron Finch may remain unknown for months to come. Finch has quit one-day international cricket and could also retire from T20, with Australia not playing again in the short format until August next year. There is also talk among former cricketers and commentators saying McDonald could be replaced as Australia's T20 coach. And to American baseball, Jordan Alvarez has hit the Houston Astros to their second World Series title in six seasons and got Dusty Baker his first crown as manager with a Game 6 win over the Philadelphia Phillies. The Astros, one of the most dominant teams of this era, are World Series champions for the first time since 2017. The Astros have now claimed two titles during what has evolved into a dominant six-year stretch. Here's Astros owner Jim Crane holding up the trophy. Well, it's great, but Houston, we did it again. Without you, we're not here. Congratulations, Jim. Thank you. Just a couple quick words. Great fans, uh, great ops team, James group, Dusty's group, all the great players. And from the bottom job in this stadium to the top, everyone contributed. We love you all. But this is the first that won't be marred by controversy. The Astros were found to have illegally stolen signs through an elaborate scheme during their championship season in 2017 a revelation that prompted the suspensions and subsequent firings of many high-profile people at the club. With the latest SBS News, I'm Marcus Megalokonomos.